extreme elemental switches like that is going to cause some type of pattern interruption in the in the reality that you're living and that's something that cold plunge outside of all the other things from inflammation to lowering this we can go down the whole list there's something about jumping outside of your prism mm -hmm. into another like time space that really intrigues me and i find that to be probably at the capstone of what cold plunge can offer people you guys have been in my field for the last like two and a half three years Right, we've got mutual friends, and we've connected, um, you know, through those, you know, beautiful relationships. And I've been watching your journey and experiencing your journey while in my journey, and to see you guys come up at this pace with something that is so intentional that you've put so much love into it. There's so much knowledge around it, and you've really attached yourself to this amazing community. To be at the position you're in right now, how does it feel today? And I just give me a little bit of feedback on that, man. It's, <laughs> we were, we just had, before you got here, we went on a walk and it's like, we do these check-in talks with each other. And it was definitely like one of those of like, yeah. you know, it's been right at three years, um, today, like, what are we feeling? I think it's, it's been so quick for me. It's like, I literally have a day every week. I walk out in the warehouse and I just see the scale and the team. And like, we tripled in team size just in the last like four months, um, it blows me away. I don't take any of it for granted. It, it is, I think when we started three years ago, I would have never, I thought we maybe had something, but it was like us building it in the garage. I would have never said, if you told me three years, this is where we're at. I, I would have been like, that's crazy. <laughs> seeing, seeing its growth, has it reminded you of, you know, what it's all about to get to this level and the commitment that you guys have put in? Because I think you guys might've heard me say it before. If you're chasing money, if you're chasing fame, if you're chasing those things, you're never going to get it. It's going to be a, you know, uphill climb, uphill battle. But when you're involved on a day-to-day -day basis with something you love, something that literally drives you to want to do better every single day and you're there showing up for people, the side effect of that is the abundance. The side effect of that is the scale, the success and all of those things. Would you say that was the the root of the cold plunge and your journey as the founders of the cold plunge? Yeah, we come at this from very different angles. Like I'm the product guy, you know, invented it in the garage and we're kind of working on, like we're launching a sauna. Um, so I'm just always excited to improve the product and like make the ultimate cold plunge for people. So right. like that's that's what gets me out of bed in the morning. For Ryan, I guess it's other things. Yeah, I think it's for me, it's, I think to your question is like, absolutely, that was the start. It was like, we loved cold plunging. Like I was getting into rivers. He had built the chest freezer. It was like something that we were all about. And it was like, how do we get this? He he saw like, I want to build this for ourselves. And then I, and then he kind of like, you want to start a business. Is that how that started? Yeah. So you've been you you've been jumping in rivers kind of like myself since day one. You went you went to him and all of a sudden it's like, hey, I could maybe build something like this. Let's try to build it. Opposite. So we both had our original Genesis. I had rivers. I'd actually been getting sick a bunch and I got like six colds in six months. And kind of my health mentor was like, let's get, let's get some breath work going. Let's get some cold water going. Transformed my whole health. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm into this. I was about it. He had kind of, he can tell his, like how he found it, but he was the one that was like, no one's building a cold plunge. Like there were a couple out there that were like 10, 15 K so he was, the pandemic had hit, closed our businesses down. He had just happened to move to Sacramento. Okay. 
So there was this unique time. I was going through a bunch of like personal stuff and he was the one that was basically like, there's an opportunity here. Just like someone needs to build a damn cold plunge. (laughs) Do you remember that moment? Do you remember that day? There was a couple days and he kept, I remember one was camping when we were walking. There were different conversations. (laughs) I was living in an RV. I moved into an RV when the pandemic hit, closed the business down. I had no income, sold all my stuff and I bought an RV because I just was like, I need to shore up my income, like my expenses. So I would go camp in the foothills of Northern California and he would drive his van out and meet me out there. This is like <laughs> this before is the, the company started. This is like middle of 2020? Yeah, this is like March, April. Oh, no, it's now like the, July. July, exactly. Yeah. Right, okay. Yep. July, August, right there. And he would come up and he was just like, just like there's, you know, and he, I could feel in him. He's like, I, and he's 3D, like he's at home creating a unit, like fully right. deep into it. Like, And this is your background? Not to stop the story, but this is... My background is like my dad's like a DIY build whatever guy. And I grew up with that. I um, Kind of the the first thing that got me out of my rut, my day-to-day boring job was actually building a float tank from scratch. So I went down to the jungle Peru, uh, did ayahuasca, came back the next day, hopped in a float tank and was had this like access to like that world through the float tank experience. So I was like, I need this in my life, right? So I went and built a float tank in my sister's garage, which was an hour away on the weekend. Acrylic? Uh, This was wood, rubber liner, pumps, you know, very like rustic, whatever. But that project like was very difficult. I did it all myself. I, you know, planned it out, did it. And I proved to myself like I could do something really hard and like get out of my rut of like going to work. Going out on the weekends, drinking, and like I was like creating this new path. Amazing. And then like a year later, quit that job, went out to Southeast Asia, um, and realized very quickly I wanted to start a float center. Right. So I came back to San Francisco, borrowed some money, and started the float center. Um, and that's where Ryan came in one of the first days, introduced himself, and said, "Hey, I'm starting a float center in Sacramento." Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, so yeah. you had a retail float center yes, in San Francisco. Exactly. We're in San Francisco. In the marina on Lombard Street. What are you talking about? <laughs> My family's from the from the marina. My sister lives in the marina on yeah, Chestnut, yeah, yeah. Chestnut and something. Uh, and Chestnut and Pierce. So you have a you had a float center yeah. retail. When did yeah. you open that up? Was that 2015? 2015. Yeah. And that's been operating for four or five years up until the Yes. Pandemic? Yeah, we opened. We have three locations. Wow. We opened one in Oakland in Rockridge. And okay. then we opened one on Valencia Street in the Mission. So Amazing. So we added cryotherapy to the second and third locations. And that's where I, you know, the cold therapy started to blow my mind, all the results people were having with, with cold. Right. And so then I went on a van road trip all throughout the Rocky Mountains. And I was just getting in cold water every day. Like I would just find a lake or a river. And it was fun. Something to like my little mission for the day i would get in cold water and then i came home and was like i need my medicine right so then i built the the chest freezer plunge and was doing that for a while before you guys met uh no so this was this was like after we had been hanging out for a couple years and then right before the pandemic started i moved to sacramento where ryan lived and then yeah pandemic hits like just nothing to do and which was like an, a, a kind of really scary at first you know i physically got sick it was very stressful and then sure. then it was just like this opening of like time that i hadn't felt in five years right, right? as a entrepreneur founder ceo like every single day you have stuff thrown at you and that was just off 
which is like kind of crazy. And then um, started building uh, cold plunges because I thought I could take out a float tank, put in a cold plunge and a sauna. I just always want to create stuff that I really like and no one was doing that. And it just seemed like a big hole in the offerings um, that people had and sold two to some of our customers. delivered one and the guy gave me a bottle of champagne like he was so excited for this thing yeah um i think that's where some of the energy was coming to ryan i I needed a co-founder because i did the first business all by myself i was very lonely and i i told myself i will never do business solo again right and ryan was kind of the ultimate co-founder we actually had worked together on a project to raise money for maps which most of your audience yeah. probably knows they yeah. were doing phase three trials for the MDMA. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to raise money for that. So we did a cool float campaign together. That was really fun to work together. So we kind of had a taste of that already, which was cool. It's kind of some seeds planted. And then I invited him to the garage. I had built a prototype cold plunge and, uh, Asked him to be my business partner. It was very, you know, it was a big, oh, big is, move. And very, I was actually in beautiful. it. I was in an infrared sauna. It was like, Ryan, what, what do you think? And he's like looking at it. And he's like, he's like, huh, like interesting. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, let me think about it. it basically, it was a no. And then I invited Really? He was like, yeah. It's denied still, him at first. He was like, it was a little rough, you know. And then I was like, okay, cool. He had some feedback. And then. I like changed a lot of stuff and really cleaned it up and made it sanded like, more, down a little more presentable. <laughs> Just like the components were like cleaned up, the orientation and all that. And yeah, for what, whatever I did, I don't even remember. But apparently, like it was well. The, the distinction enough. here is like I I get actually like a viscerally uncomfortable to even be around construction or production stuff. It's like it's too hectic. It's too hectic. Yeah. I don't get it. My brain doesn't grasp it. So to be that, so he's presenting this product and it's he's. I'm assuming any normal person's like, okay, you can le- see a little ahead here. This isn't what we're going to market with, but I'm seeing the, this is what you want me to put my name on. Like, I was like, no, I'm not ready. He iterated quickly and I'm probably two weeks, three weeks, four weeks later, I come back in. I'm like, oh, like this is a totally different product, what I'm looking at. And that's when I was like, I got his ability. And I was like, oh, okay, you know what you're doing here. Right. I can be the other side of this business. And I think we, we had worked together, so we knew kind of each other's skills, but we didn't quite know. We also lucked out to a degree that we have such different skill sets and interests that it works so well as like a co-founder, co-CEO dynamic. Anyways, he, I was like, yeah, let's do it. Like, I'm, I'm in. I'm finally ready to commit. Um, you know, and like I said, I've been going through some personal stuff, so I don't think I was ready to like commit to like launching a business. And then we just, from there, we just decided let's build 20. We can, we'll start, that's our A to B point. We'll build 20. We'll learn the product. We'll email my float centers, Capital Floats in Sacramento region. He emailed Reboot. And we found all of our first basically 15, 20 customers through those businesses, hand-delivered in his van that he had. We just loaded one up. We'd sit in the garage and cut PVC pipe. I would cut his PVC pipe for him. I was like his helper. And it's like, so, so epic. Oh, it's the most, that was like one of the most stressful windows of the whole company for me. Cause I was so not in my skill set. Yeah. Like I was like, I literally don't know how to like, I have to glue this shit. <laughs> and he's like, you know, like, fuck, you're doing it wrong. I'm like, fuck dude. Like I did not think I was going to, this was my next venture. Like yeah, for being yeah. an entrepreneur that I'm building like a product in a garage. I think this is the best news ever. <laughs> Thank God you had your hands involved in the inception like that, just energetically. Hundred percent. Right? You, you put your signature on it, and you guys were able to create that together. So within six months, nine months, going into twenty one, middle of twenty one, twenty two, 
you had already legitimized the business and you were starting to make the rounds with, you know, popular people in the health space. That was your, you know, that was your strategy, I, I would assume. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we had, yeah. the first one was Aubrey Marcus. Um, we, he had a chest freezer online. I was like, in my sauna yep. on Instagram. Aubrey was doing a live and he was breaking ice in his <laughs> chest freezer. And I'm like, buddy, like, let me upgrade your, your, your uh, cold plunge situation. He was like, cool, hit me up. <laughs> Emailed him. And then we, we built the unit and we were like, we got to ship this. Our How do we ship we a cold plunge? On a, it was in, like, bought the wrong box. It like fit incorrectly. At this point, we're literally in the back of a bike shop. So we went from his garage, Iris, his wife was so awesome. But then finally it was like, you guys, the neighbors are so pissed at us, like of what is like happening in this garage. It was just so hectic that we were like, okay, we got to get out of here. That unit we dropped, we dropped off one to someone in Sacramento. The guy's like, dude, I have like 500 square feet in the back of my bike shop and there's a sink where he's like, I'm sure there's water. <laughs> so we moved into the back of the bike shop. It was like open floor plan. So people are like buying bikes, like watching us build these bathtubs. Like the photos are incredible. Amazing. Yeah. And so anyways, that from that place, we had to ship the unit to Aubrey and it was like, holy, oh, how do you call a truck to come pick this? Like it, it was so, we were so out of water into like what we were yeah. doing. And anyways, we went to Aubrey's house, set that up. And then it just, we really went from a game plan of like, okay, let's we're so it's such an opportunity to drop in with these people, connect with them build like a true authentic relationship, not just some transactional, here's our tub. Yeah. And then we were able to enter into a lot of friendships and you know, then we're into the next one. And then we find ourselves at Andrew Huberman's house and Tony Hawks and you know, with you and it just kind of went that way. And that was our really strategy was like, how do we, you know, it was people that had given like that we thought were so cool and it provided so much like info and like, like, we've learned from it was yeah. like finally we can now gift something yeah like that was kind of our we're burning burners at heart like how do you like you know for sure and yeah, so yeah, yeah. that that, that led into um that made us feel like we were everywhere even though we were still at that point probably in like a three thousand square foot warehouse mm -hmm. just kind of building these yeah all the cart that's amazing so then when did shark tank appear we were a year in right they hit us up yeah, we were at the CrossFit Games, July of 21. They emailed us. I remember we went and we're like, shit, Shark, is this real email? Shark so they reached out to you guys. Correct. They okay. said, hey, are you interested in applying? And we were like, wasn't even on our radar. Remember we took the call in the car, mm -hmm. called them. We're like, yeah, we absolutely want to. So from that call to going down to Sony Studios was like seven weeks. Mm -hmm. That's like, pretty quick. It was very quick. And there was a lot of logistics to like set a hot, cold plunge up on you know, we had to ship multiple, on the set. On the set. They right. had, you know, there's tight turnarounds, Robert getting in a bathing suit, like right. the whole thing. Insurances, legalities. Dude, the contract was still the biggest thing I've ever. The what now? The, Sign your life away if you want to Oh, the contract? Was, yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, it was, I didn't read, it was, I forget. Maybe it was pages. all legalese and stuff. I was, we didn't have a lawyer. We were just yeah. signing it. <laughs> I, the only thing I read, I was like scrolling. I was like, you know what? Let me read one thing on this. I stop at one paragraph and it was. By signing this, you agree that you can, and w there's an opportunity you'll be humiliated on national no, TV. Yeah, like, it was, sure. like, so clear, and I was yeah. like, don't read anymore. <laughs> like, sign and go. 100%. So, yeah. We so, how was that experience? Like, what what did it do for you? What did you experience from it? What was the takeaway? It was fun. I mean, we always try to go in and, and make things fun. Yeah. It's kind of the hack. and um, You struck practiced. a deal, right? Uh, we shook. Yeah. Rob, so, Robert got in the plunge. So back up a little bit we, we prepared our lines rehearsed a bunch 
we're ready. We're on our marks. The doors are closed. And they're like, cool. When the door is open, walk on through, hit your mark, say your thing. And there's no editing, right? You go out there. It's it's live. Obviously, it's we recorded for 40 minutes, but they edit it down to 15. Sure. But doors are closed. And they're like, you know, saying the thing. And I start just like adrenaline just starts pumping, dude. And, <laughs> and like adrenaline's like a trippy one because it's like it can go very positive or like very negative. Right. And I started to get a little scared. And I was like, my lines, I just couldn't even think of the lines mm. at all. It was like blank slate. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, like what do I do? Like I'm going to fail on national television. My The bad part of my brain's like, I knew it. Knew you were a failure. Oh, yeah, you know? I'm like, what is happening? Like, you need to go in a cold punch. <laughs> and so change your state. And so I started dancing. I gave Ryan a hug. I, do, I go, dude, let's just have fun. And uh, everything go. switched, right? Yeah. It went positive. We went out there. We we're just like, let's just have fun. To be clear on the I watched. I watched it. You guys ripped it. You guys were awesome on that. <laughs> Thank you. The, your your face is horrible. <laughs> like, your eyes are oh, wide open. Bugging out. Yeah, like, bugging out. Yeah, totally. Dude, it was the craziest. <laughs> like to back up on him dancing. That that is a legendary video. Like, I mean, I we're it's that. quiet on the set. You know, this, this massive thing 100 probably 100 people in there it just gets dead quiet yeah and you're just waiting for this moment and all of a sudden mike just it's us and the stage manager and it's the infamous hallway you know that they walk out and mike just rips into full static dance like we're talking hands <laughs> above head just like just loose and i look over at him i'm like oh what the fuck's going on here <laughs> like and i was like all right this is it like this is my life and then it was like doors open and you know he nailed it but come to find out he was forgot his whole lines and that was how he yeah he managed it, but uh, yeah, the the adrenaline. He speaks of it. It's one of the craziest like experiences because I you really didn't do anything. We walked out, we said some lines, but I'd never come off doing something like that so exhausted. Like you know, definitely like have the sharpest memory I've ever had, and like blacked out. And then I remember at the end, like you get into it. It's very like the show's pretty authentic in the sense of like you walk out and it's just you with them. You right. say the first two minute canned line that's like, we're Mike and Ryan, you know, and you do that. Yeah. And then it's just open and yeah. you're developing. True the, dialogue. What's yeah. that? Yeah. It's true dialogue. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They don't really have any understanding of the business. They're shouting over each other. Yeah. And I just, we get through it. And I remember there was a point the adrenaline started to wear off. It was almost like the drug was coming down. And I was like, oh, we have to get off this. Like, we have to come to some outcome here that yeah. doesn't make us look absurd. Yeah. And it was like, and I didn't even understand the deals like that were coming at us. Like, there was a point we pulled off. We're like, can we talk for a second? They're like, yeah. And we walked over and I was hoping he understood. I was like, do you know what they're saying? He's like, no. So when they were, when they were throwing deal points and, and percentages and rev share, whatever the hell it was, you had, yeah. you didn't know any of that stuff ahead of time. No. That was all on the fly. All on, on the, the fly. fly. They don't know anything about the company. Right. And Mark was like, here's the deal. I'll pay all your POs. But I, then I get all the revenue up front, and we're like, I'm like, is that good? Like, what, is that? Like, what does <laughs> right, that mean, yeah, yeah, dude? Yeah, yeah. Never heard that before. Yeah. So neither of us did. And we're like, Mark, can you explain that a little better? And he just, he's like, yeah, no problem. We said it again, and like, we're both like, still, I don't know. <laughs> Mr. Wonderful came, you know, with some crazy, like, royal, you know, his deals. It's just like, I don't, I can't grasp this. And so then it's like, okay, like, we have to land at something here. Yeah. And anyways, that was like the moment where it was like, we ended up getting to the spot. We had kind of, before the show, we had had like our basically drop dead equity number we would have given up for that valuation. Um, and Robert hit the number. Like we went to both of them. Mark wouldn't come down. Robert was like, I'll come down. So it actually was like, cool. And we we're like, and that's when I was like, 
deal. Like, <laughs> I let's like get Robert. out of here. I, I like Robert from what I see from his TV persona. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know him off camera or anything like that. Um, yeah. How was that relationship? Did it materialize? It probably didn't materialize, Never right? materialized. Never yeah. materialized. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, I think, you know, it was, it was it, how it works, handshake deal. Yeah. And then you kind of go into diligence on the back end and didn't end up coming through, which I think that's us, a blessing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, that's a total blessing. The experience probably also opened your eyes to many different things too, in terms of the business and what this could potentially be and how to set things up for the future. You're totally, it was like yeah. a unique exercise for us to like think through like what it, like we were a year into the company at that point. Right. We weren't thinking we're our heads down. Like how do we make a better tub? How do right. we ship this thing? How do we do customer support? Right. Like logistics. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like just operations. And so it was a good exercise for us to kind of think well, through that. When did the science start coming into this business and how did that, cause, cause that's where I'm interested in. Right. So, you know, it's good to get this intro. People can hear like this story and how best ever, like two guys coming together, working out of a garage with ideas and concepts, jumping on, you know, national TV and all this stuff. But when did when did the science of cold therapy start really kicking in? You know who started it in in terms of the zeitgeist was Tim Ferriss. Okay, and then uh, Rhonda Patrick. She had a really great paper on cold therapy, and I, since I had a cryo business, we were using her science. She was aggregating different studies. Of course, the five X norepinephrine was out there, and that yeah. was like the big thing, and then. Yeah, that, that's kind of what jump-started it for me. Yeah, and then for us, I mean, Andrew Huberman was like the big piece that brought it to the mainstream. He did a, he did one of the, his cold plunge episode, or I think it was a two-part series maybe. It was like very, probably within six to seven months of our launch. Our launch. So yeah. the timing was like really well. Perfect. Yeah, so we were, and us kind of being, being positioned with him um, was very helpful for the company. But that was like the elevation where he was the first to go in and pull some names out. And then he really elevated like, Dr. Susanna Soyberg, who's mm. now probably at the forefront of, you know, heat and cold studies. Um, and he brought her name to the forefront because he was citing a lot of her studies. Right. Um, so I think it's just kind of been more interest that's come out, more people's there. And then on the back end, what's exciting now is like we're in, we're supporting a number of like huge institutions that are doing a deeper dive now into cold as it relates to like anxiety and depression, right. which to us is more thoughtful approaches versus just scientific data. Exactly. Like it's, it. it's yeah. the real benefit right. that is across the board. Why like, you know, imp improved recovery. Cool. Right. Fourth, most interesting, you right. know, the top one is mental, like on right. the mental side of right. what's happening there. So that's the exciting part. It was probably 18 to 24 months coming out with those studies, but there's just a lot more money going into it now. Exciting. Um, so that's what we're super excited on. You know, that's what intrigued me about this. And we talked about it last time when we were all together was there's something about, you know, these types of elemental therapies, you know, mm -hmm. they're not, you know, and I'm not against some of the higher new technologies and things like that. Technology is amazing. But when you go back into the elements, like you, this has been around since time immemorial, right? Mm -hmm. The ancients were doing this. The Nordics were doing this. Even the Persians were doing this in the Turkish. I, I've, I've read books on this, that cold submersion therapy, even in, in Egypt as well, was, was something that was so profound on a spiritual level, right? And they might not have had the data points of exactly what's happening physiologically, or maybe they did, but the causality or the, the reaction of the cause was a higher level of thinking. 
a higher level of being able to tap into your emotional and spiritual response. And I remember when we were talking last time is that for me, when I go into a cold plunge, I'm immediately, I'm not escaping, but I'm definitely going somewhere that I was just not at. Mm-hmm. Whether that's like a past life or, an, a, you know, an inward connection to something. I'm, I'm you know, y- your, your blood is pulling from your extremities, right? Your vasoconstriction, everything's coming into the internal organs. That's taking you psychologically somewhere. And if you're on the same trip as me where, you know, this is some type of morphogenic field, we're in some type of holographic world, extreme elemental switches like that is going to cause some type of pattern interruption in the in the reality that you're living. And that's something that cold plunge outside of all the other things from inflammation to lowering this, ex- we can go down the whole list. There's something about jumping outside of your prism mm-hmm. into another like time space that really intrigues me. And I find that to be probably at the capstone of what cold plunge can offer people. It's a total like reboot and change of who you are, where you are and why you are. What do you think about that? I I think it's, I think you nailed it. And I think it's, what's so cool about it is it's such a short window, right? It's not asking you to go hike to the top of the mountain and have this experience. It's like, get into the water, breathe, surrender in two minutes. You can have this transformation. That's right. And it's, you know, from an R like time ROI and just like output. But yeah, I think it's, it's a great point. That's a great point. Yeah. It's not, 10 days in darkness in a cave, it's boom, right there. That's the power of yeah. it where I think it's just the micro hits of it when you build this in on a consistent basis. And it's kind of, you know, is a one cold plunge going to solve it all? No, it's 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 true medicine. Like you just got to kind of take your medicine and your body will do the rest. And um, yeah, I think it's, I think that you described it really, really well. It doesn't get easier either, right? That, that humbling moment when you get in it's that every time and you have to i think it's the surrender for me that is like sort of the magic of the medicine you know yeah yeah i i started developing an addiction to it what do you think about that absolutely yeah and that could be a describe the addiction pharmacological reaction right but it could also be what we're talking about here i just you know when i when i was doing it consistently i I couldn't not do it. And I was craving, I was craving how I felt coming out of it. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Totally. When you're just, the veins are constricted, you're shredded, your abs are popping out and you're just like, your electric, like the electricity is just compact because you know, your, the vessels are, are constricted, right? So it's like everything just bolsters. Whereas when you, know, when you come out of a sauna, you come out of the hot, you come out of a jacuzzi, you're just kind of like you're drunk, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. This is the sobering effect of the cold is so empowering. It's like, I just want to jump in one right now just talking about it. Yeah, it's a diff- definitely a different outcome, like you said, from heat to cold. Like love heat, the cold is like, I'm ready to go. Yeah. Like what is, what is the, the biggest task at hand sits in front of me after cold yeah. as opposed to Oh, should I do this? It's like clarity is like, it's a supercharge into clarity. Yep. And it's, yeah, I haven't, I got <laughs> you, it. You were cold plunging before um, this whole thing started because we were jumping in rivers in, you know, Northern California, Iceland, even s- some spots out here in East County. And, um, you know, this was, this has been like a pastime for us. You know, I've been a spring water hunter pretty much my whole life since my cousin started mentoring me. We'd go and hunt for springs. There's a whole thing about like finding watering holes. It's like, it's kind of like a, a purpose, right? Like we're, we're, we're designed for that type of like movement, that purpose and stuff like that. 
Do you, do you were you in that same kind of style up in maybe in Shasta and other areas? It's interesting. I've, my whole like life, like life is kind of revolved around water. Like, you know, I got into float tanks. I got into cold plunge. I don't know. I think I've had this like kind of subconscious connection. It hasn't been to that level that you described. I've always been very fascinated with water and just on like on a hydrating cellular level. Um, but it's interesting. It's like, I look at my, my life and it's been around like water and like I have webbed toes. I was born with webbed toes, like such a, yeah. If you look down, like, holy shit. Yeah. So it's like, I've just always been this, like you're aquatic. You're, <laughs> you're like a many hoonie. You know what a many hoonie is? I don't. It's, it's an aquatic mystical creature from the Hawaiian islands. They're called many hoonie. They got webbed feet. But they're like three feet tall. And they're, you know, they're berserk. Many hoonies. Many checking hoonies. it out. Yeah, yeah, check it out. I'll send you some info on that. Okay, keep going. That's epic. Yeah, so water has always been like, uh, I think, a tool. I, I've had more reverence for it as time has gone on into the power of water. And just kind of look back and like, wow, water's surrounded my whole life. Um, yeah, but it's definitely like I have mad respect for the spring hunters and like i've learned from people like you 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 you're type of, like you yeah. people that sending that message has connected me more with water and like what am i actually working with here right. so appreciate that victor schauberger who's uh our i would say our messiah when it comes to water are you guys familiar with who victor mm -hmm. schauberger is you don't know victor schauberger. okay so he he's like he's the water wizard of austria his dad was the water wizard his grandpa they were wardens of the forest and he's the guy that um basically discovered free implosionary energy in water and how water is actually holding a charge that is continuous and it never runs out. And so he, he was wandering in the forest one night on a full moon, coldest night ever. And he noticed that the, um, the trout, it was trout, had made it upstream into another estuary and he couldn't comprehend how did they, how did they go from this bottom area to the top? He thought like, did some mystical being come and capture them and put them up there? How would they have made it up there? They would have had to jump like 15 feet, 30 feet, all these different things, these waterfall spots. And so he, he, he stayed with them for another three, four months watching them. And then finally on another full moon, cold night, he saw the fish go into like a hypnotic trance under the waterfall and then shoot up the waterfall. So they're basically tapping into free energy, which is implosionary energy. Wherever there's an explosion, like that water's hitting the ground, nature has to react to it. Have you seen like salmon jumping up rivers and stuff like that? Mm -hmm. They're tapping into that implosionary energy that water holds. And so they made so many different technologies from this discovery. And, um, and so when I think of water and I think about what you guys are doing, you're, you know, you're bringing that back to so many people that haven't really even understood the, the importance of water. We've gotten so mechanistic in our way of thinking mm -hmm. that we've lost like the beauty of subtle energy and the subtle energy is really where it's at, especially for vitality and reaching like peak potential in your mm -hmm. spirit and your mind. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm all for us remembering yeah. what we've forgotten. I, when I think about this cold plunge effect, I, I kind of imagine that like we're like X-Men and we have this like superpower and it's like we developed it over the you know the the history of our genetic information this special ability to like whatever happens when you get in a cold plunge like that's not that didn't that doesn't just happen to every being that's ever existed it happens to humans because we evolved that way it's like you get in this water 
and dopamine, adrenaline, like all these things, the, the levels just go through the roof. It's like, what could, what could the human do to like get out of this water? Your metabolism gets boosted. You feel positive. Like all these things just go to a 10 to allow us to survive in that environment. And you can just do that superpower every morning. It's crazy yeah. to think about it like yeah. that. Like what a what an opportunity to have as your sidekick in life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like the well just is untapped. Mm -hmm. It just keeps coming and it keeps nourishing. And and it's one of those things too where I'm under the observation that in order to sustain health, we, we must take a hormetic approach, right? So it's not consistently long-term effects. It's short burst energies allow the body to respond. We know that through high intensity interval training and mm -hmm. just the way that we, you know, we expose our things, exposure to things, right? And the way our inflammatory system works as well. It's, you know, we, we don't want a dysregulated low-level inflammatory response. We want an inflammatory response that hits at heart, mm -hmm. right? Like when you sprain your ankle, why does it swell up? That means your inflammation is working. Why does your endocannabinoid system turn your fever on? You know, all of those things are, um, you know, uh, I, I would say aptitude for the body to stay healthy, young, and vibrant. And so I was reading this literature. This is an old literature. And it said, it was some MD. And he was saying that, you know, if you don't, if the body's not being tested every single day, and it's not going through, you know, trials and tribulations and being pushed, there's signaling is happening within the inner core of that vessel that it doesn't need to be around anymore. Mm. It doesn't have purpose anymore, right? And so that, that was that was really shocking. Like when I when I really got it, this is beyond epigenetics. This is beyond those things. It's just there's a core value that the human body must be fighting a little bit mm -hmm. in order for it to to want to stay alive outside of our thoughts, outside of our emotions, which correlate with that at the same time. And so what you guys are doing and what you've created, you know, do you ever sit back? I mean, I do it with Symbotica all the time, and I, I'm do you ever sit back and go, holy shit, man. You know, we've maybe possibly changed a lot of karma in this world. We've we've opened people's eyes to getting in un uncomfortable, which is going to create a level of flexibility and malleability in other parts of their lives. Because cold plunge is 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 one directional, but it's also not. It's so dynamic in everything in every parts of your life. You guys agree? Hundred percent. I think the th I, I love to go out on the floor and I'll like pick up a you know, a purchase order, a shipping label. And it's like reading to John in Arkansas, you know, and I, I just get very present to like, you know, you spoke on like more deeper biological level. I think of like, John's now getting a cold plunge. His friends are going to come over. This is a whole new activity that they're going to do together that maybe was different and out like a whole different trajectory for that group. And I look at that ripple and that is what fires me up or like, John with his family now, like this is his thing that he's going to do with his kid or his wife or Sunday night is now cold. Like those are the stories that we hear that I didn't think that was the, I wasn't fully aware of that getting into it. I knew what it did for me, but to hear the ripples into how this like changes trajectory into like, our, we don't watch Netflix anymore. Like that's the thing we get in the cold plunge or like when someone's off, we have a rule in the house. Like you haven't plunged today. Like, you know, and it's like, you're being short, you're being rude. Like you get in the plunge, like, and it's just like these tools and these hacks and, you know, on a karmic level or just a trajectory of life. I, I, I see it as a huge, like 
it's one of my favorite things to yeah. go out and just like play that game and to like, how is the first cold plunge in this neighborhood? Yeah. Like, how is this neighborhood going to change now? Right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I love the feeling of seeing the patterns that can evolve in people's lives and being, and being part of it at the nucleus, you know, an idea that turned the switch on for this to become a reality for so many people, you know, it's, it's a butterfly effect, right? You know, you stimulate something and all of a sudden there's wave particles and all of a sudden the things are changing and definitely lives are evolving with that. And it's, and for me with cold, it's, it's also pushing people to go deeper into their pain body and go deeper into their trauma. That was the point of the hormetic when you were talking about, it's like, we also as humans have the ability to like, be aware to it. It's like, you know, you watch an animal get stressed, it just gets stressed and it has a reaction. Whereas a human, we have the ability to kind of lean into it and like kind of, especially cold, it's an exercise to like, it's very hard to manufacture like true adrenaline that you can choose to go into. Most of the time adrenaline happens, it's it's reactive, it's fight or flight. Someone cuts you off, someone yells in your face, like you can't plan for that. Where the cold is like, I'm going into this and I'm intentionally choosing this. And every single time I'm going to lose my breath, I'm going to get out. But like, can I relax? Can I surrender? Can I regulate? Like the power of that, I think, is very unique as a human that we get to do both. Like turn on the adrenaline system and have the ability to surrender into it. I love what you guys are saying. And I noticed that like really no road rage when I was cold plunging consistently because it's like... Uh, who gives a fuck, right? Because I don't know. I'm just, I've, I've exercised that response. That stress response is now, you know, comfortable and I'm adjusted to it where you're not really spiking in that kind of anger and stuff like that. And um, remember, I, I don't know, do we talk, brought up the book, Why Zebras Don't Get Ulcers? Do we talk about that? Mm-hmm. You guys definitely should use this with what you guys are doing. So a zebra lives in the Serengeti. And it's sitting there chowing its food, hanging out with its family and its buddies. And with a split second, it's got to run, trot 45 miles an hour because the lions are bearing down on it. Female lions are coming right after it, three or four of them at a time. And if it doesn't get out, it's going to be eaten alive because how berserk that is. Now, interesting enough, in order for that to have that fight-flight response, all the adrenaline needs to go off. All the cortisol needs to go up. The sweat glands, the heat, thermodynamics, everything expands in an instant. Electric voltage, you know, acidity shoots through, lactic acid production. It's like it's a whole chemistry project within three seconds. And as soon – and about 95% of the time, the lions miss, okay, because of that beautiful response. Within 10 minutes, that zebra is completely back to baseline – homeostasis, every physiological bio, biochemical reading has gone back to middle ground and it's there hanging out, chewing food, relaxing. Okay. So trauma, there's no like lingering. There's no lingering trauma. Where human beings is, are living in that trauma and there's no, there's no lion chasing them, but they're caught up in their trauma, their emotions, their pain, the bills, everything you can imagine, all the crap we're dealing with in this 21st century model. And it's a it's a good reminder that if you don't practice self-love and you don't start doing the things that are going to help, you know, regulate some of these systems within you that are chaotic, you're going towards a life of disease. 
That is a fact. You can take all the best products in the world. You could be drinking the best water on earth. You could be doing all of, all of the things right, eating the best food, intermittent fasting. But if you have a dysregulated stress system and you have not properly worked with that, whether through cold plunging, proper sleep, breath work, all of these actually go hand in hand. You can't sleep properly if you're dysregulated. If you're dysregulated, you, you really need good sleep. It's like what came first, the chicken or the egg? My, my point is, is that th- this, what, what you're doing with cold plunge is such a, such a undervalued, undervalued tool that is so accessible and so easy. And we think because we're in this realm that everybody knows about it, mm. but there's still yeah. billions of people that have no clue. Totally. And, and I think that, I think the next step for you guys, I'm, I'm sure you're doing it is to really create these levels of stories mm. and put it in the, in these terms, because there's only so much that someone can just listen to science and understand inflammation and understand this pathway and understand all these things. It's like, okay, okay, okay. But if they, if they can get it on a human level mm-hmm. and really on an emotional level, mm-hmm. right? So they're, 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 something's viscerally connecting with them. It, it's going to drive people to make a switch in their life and, and go out on a limb and jump in some cold water, whether yeah. that's with the cold plunge or the river next door or whatever. Cause I think you're advocating that, like just whatever you do, do just get cold, get, yeah. get hot. I mean, you, I think, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like play with, play with the systems. I think we're, I mean, Mike and I were, you know, 30 something year old dudes. Like we have our stories and it's like, how do we like, we're trying like, you know, getting moms to tell their story, like them incorporating the cold plunge, trying to bring it to life of like what actually, you know, and I think like what, how this is actually impacting the day to day on like a practical level. Yeah. I think sometimes even the science can get a little overwhelming into like, you know, uh, 250% dopamine. It's like, what does that mean? Um, it maybe means that you're, you know, more attentive and have more energy to go throw the football with your kid. Right. You know, like that's yeah. the, that's like the real, what's happening here. Which then leads to something else. Yes. It's like, it's momentum, right? Yep. Yep. This is, this is a good like momentum charger. Mm-hmm. That's where I think it's, it's effective with Dep- what, like preliminary, what we've seen with depression, it's like, it's just a moment to, depression's a tough place. You're stuck. Like nothing. It, You're not going to go to the gym. Yeah. Like the, yeah. The, it doesn't make sense. Like it's, but it just gives that window. It gives a window to like, okay. Oh, okay. Just like shake something off for a moment. And you put the, you start stacking a couple, couple W's here, a couple a W there. Mm-hmm. It's like, you can, like it, it can be an accelerant, um, for people in depression. And we've seen that. So that's what I'm super excited on is how this can actually start entering in the zeitgeist of like a true tool. It's like not some kind of fairy tale tool, but it's like, no, for the right circumstances, this is a great option to utilize. Wim Hof. Let's talk a little bit about Wim Hof because I met Wim Hof at our last longevity conference in 2014. Uh, my cousin would do these longevity conferences in Orange County. Probably about five, 6,000 people would be there. And he was the... I think he was one of the last speakers that we had at that conference. And so I met him like in full berserker mode. He was hilarious. I, I was almost in tears just talking to him. I couldn't believe that this guy existed. You know, this is the first time I'd ever heard of him mm. and I'd met him and it was in person. So I didn't have like a prep and he was berserk, mm-hmm. out of control, talking shit. He was pissed off at lazy Americans. You know what I mean? It was just like, what are you doing? Get up, move your ass, stuff like that. The, the Wim Hof culture, I, I haven't, I'm not deep in it right now, but he's definitely put cold exposure on the map. Big time. Right? Oh, yeah. So you guys are 
you know, you guys love this guy, right? When you talk about story, like, <laughs> like you, you can't listen to him talk about cold and not just get super fired up. And his overall story is just about, you know, his wife and the depression and, you know. No, I give that's so moving. Yeah. He's the guy. He's the guy. He's the guy. He's the guy. I mean, he's what it's how it all started for me. I saw the Vice documentary probably in twenty fourteen. Watched it the first night, started crying, watched it again the second night, started crying. I was like, who is like and the thing that's crazy, like like you said, like people like him exist the fact that there's people like him are such a so grateful for because now he's this guy that we all everyone raves about. There was a window in time where he was the crazy guy. He was ridiculed. Everyone told him he was wrong. You're in a, like, and he kept pushing forward for truly the sake of humanity. Like, that's rare that people come in this world and take a stand like that and basically showing, like, no, I'm not unique. Like, this is a, we all have control of like how we can regulate our nervous system and feel this way. And we deserve this. And I just, for a human to keep going forward and to, not just say, fuck you guys. I'm going to just go off of my world. Like, no, I'll prove it in your world. Yeah. Put me in a scientific lab. Put me in your research center and I'll show it. And that's, you know, and the fact that he's been able to stay who he is and just this guy that's joyous and goofy and silly. And I, I have so much gratitude for him. I love what, you're, what you guys are saying. I mean, he's, he's definitely a sage of, of our world in so many ways. And one of the guys that really puts it on the map that, hey, nobody's coming to save you. This is your life. This is your dharma. You need to choose you. Nobody else is coming. And I, I respect that so much because that's the same like that's the same embodiment that I live in and what I teach and everything that I do. Okay, as we're as we're getting towards the end of this, what is happening next? What's coming with Cold Plunge? What are you guys most excited about? What do we have tuned in for the latter part of 2023 going into 2024? Mr. Product guy. Yeah, have you have you seen our sauna? We we we've, we've talked we've talked about it. Yeah, I mean, it's, you're not going the infrared route, right? No, no, we're yeah. going high heat. Yes, all, all the temperature, all the science is above 175. Yes, we've had I'm waiting our, for mine to show up. <laughs> we've had our prototype sauna in our gym for months and months, like almost a year now, and I can't even get in my infrared sauna anymore. It just feels like it's warm. Like I <laughs> I need the high heat. It's same. I'm I'm um the way you're talking about addicted to the cold, like I'm addicted to that high heat when you pour the water on the rocks and it like almost like singes your face me. off and it hurts, but it feels good. It's, it's easier like, for me. Yeah. The high heat's easier for me than just the the regular. I, I I'm it's definitely faster too. Yeah. Like you can get your your whatever you're getting on the neuro cocktail, like in 10 15 minutes as opposed to like the 45 which is really nice yeah our sauna you can do you can flip up the benches and do a movement in um it's beautiful clear cedar it's actually really easy to build compared to like a barrel sauna um again just trying to create the ideal like experience for people to where it's really easy to set up easy to use gets to the highest heat you can pack in like many many people in there the backrest is like actually has a, a, a incline like a normal nice chair as opposed Thank to the god the little the brown box. chair yeah the yeah 90 degree angle yeah, the 90 degree angles like out of here out yeah so <laughs> we're really proud of it we love using it and we're stoked to start sending those out when are those going to be ready we've had we have a number of pre-orders that we've gotten and um we're basically now like starting to reach out and call people and Amazing. take full orders. So, so yep. we got that's exciting. Yeah, it's yeah. huge, man. It's been a big, big thing we've been working on behind the scenes for a long time. And it's like now just getting to the point where manufacturing ourselves, it's like fully in-house, 
This is our product. And what's really cool is it links to our app, which we just released. You can get in the app store now, which will be kind of for the whole portfolio of products moving forward, kind of on this IOT, um, connect to it. You know, you'll, you can have the sauna scheduler and you can, you want to sauna at 6am every morning and it kicks on at 530. You can set it, you can drive it home and you know what I want to get in tonight. You can set it up. You can have multiple schedules. Like you and Jamie could have separate schedules and you guys could have saunas going on at different times. You hear um, that, Jamie? So it's, you know, you could, you can have, uh, yeah, you can have, that's what we're, that's the newest product. So that that's coming up. And then, um, just working. I, Go ahead. No, no, I'm just, I'm so ha- happy for you guys. Like just to see this full circle. I'm just like, I'm s- ecstatic. Cause if, if you guys weren't going to do it, I was going to fucking do it. <laughs> okay? so, so I just want you to know that. Yeah, this is you're do, you're doing God's work right now, man. And you're tapping into the elementals. Just yes. think how crazy that is. Like when you when you're sleeping the night, go you're 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 bringing primordial life force back into humanity that desperately needs it. That's totally lost its way. I love getting your like world. Like we're we're a little more just like it's fun. We love it. Let's build it. Like let's get more people using it. And I love your like angle that you'll bring in. It's like brings more like. Yeah, you're right. Like absolutely. Uh, I you know, I'm an anthroposophist, right? So it's a, it's like a Steiner the, I, I'm looking at it as a clairvoyant. Hmm. You know, I'm seeing it through tapping through the lens of just, you know, physical. It's there's deep wisdom and understanding through it. And I, again, I have tremendous respect for what you guys are doing. I'm your biggest fan. You know, I've probably told at least 3-400 people directly about the cold plunge i don't ever ask anything in return you guys have hooked me up with cold plunges i i don't get in, i don't get involved in all those referral and all that shit fuck that i don't you know what i mean it's more just like this is what i do this is the best one of the best tools for you it's going to change your life and so i'm i'm just honored and i'm stoked that you guys have grown the way you've grown um i see it everywhere you know, I, everywhere I go and, and just it's it's running like in parallel with what we're doing over here at Symbiotica. It's just, it's epic. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Really we need to do some stuff together. Yeah. yeah I mean, we, we're so we're going to do a giveaway. We, we've been talking yeah. about this. So we have a giveaway come in and my team's actually working on that. Cool. And uh, we'll probably talk about it right offline after this. Um, you guys have any last words? I mean, I, one of the coolest parts, like meeting people like you, like creating the friendships, like being able to come together. And so it's been a blast over the last two and a half, three years developing this friendship and it's an honor and coming on here and, uh, yeah, appreciate all you do. Are you guys ready to go on a Sasquatch retreat? Are you up for that game? <laughs> yeah. Always do. Okay. You okay, cool. okay. Okay. So that's, I think that's the first time we met you had thrown that out there. Yeah. It's starting. And that's when I was like, okay, this cat's like, I'm down. Like <laughs> just walk into his house and mention Sasquatch. And Whatever you think Shabin is like, it's, keep going deeper. Cause he's hundred percent. Yeah. So good. Yeah. When's the date? When are we going? We're going probably like spring next year. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Cool. Spring next year. So it's still like crispy. You know, got some good leads or yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah. There's two spots. There's two mouth, like the mouth of the forest of both above Tahoe and then one in, um, Crescent city. Yeah. Like going into, deep. you know, yeah, yeah deep. Of <laughs> yes. course. Yeah. We're, We're in it, you know, like we want to go make contact with our psychic brother <laughs> or sister, you know? Yeah, sure. Can't wait. Thank you guys for coming to Laguna. Um, I was watching you guys from above. You guys were down in the, in the, uh, Canyon, overlooking the Pacific and it was really cool seeing you guys conversating and uh, communicating and that I, I felt really special. So it was, yeah, it was a special time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We actually good conversation. Lock him up. Yeah.
Yeah, right on. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thank and, you, man. Uh, this is the first of many. Thanks, brother. Well, appreciate bless you guys. Yeah, yeah, big love.